ان الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له واشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له واشهد ان محمدا عبده ورسوله يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن الا وانتم مسلمون يا ايها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحده وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والارحام ان الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا ايها الذين امنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم اعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما اما بعد فان اصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم والشر الامور محدثاتها وكل محدثه بدعه وكل بدعه ضلاله وكل ضلاله في النار Indeed, brothers and sisters, in our continuation, and in showing the importance in learning the meanings of the verses of the Quran. Indeed, brothers and sisters, this affair is an affair which is emphasized upon us that we understand any of the verses that we are reciting in our salah. or the ones that we recite in our supplications and our adhkar. Today, inshallah, we will look and briefly at the meanings of some benefits regarding Surah Al-Nas and Surah Al-Falaq. And indeed, these two surahs, they are indeed very important surahs. As the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said in a hadith, that there's been two surahs that were revealed to him and the like of which has never been seen. Then he said, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ النَّاسِ وَقُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Indicating any of these two surahs. So these two surahs are indeed very important and the likes of which has never been revealed before. And it was given to our Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Allah Azza wa Jal, and he states, and he says, قُلْ أَعُوذُ بِرَبِّ الْفَلَقِ Say, I seek refuge in the Lord of daybreak. In this surah, this surah is in the form of a supplication where Allah Azza wa Jal commands us to say these words. Say these words seeking refuge in Him. So say, I seek refuge in the Lord of daybreak. He, brothers and sisters, we learn that we only seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and no one and nothing else. as he is the Lord of mankind. 
He Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the Lord of the daybreak, meaning when the morning comes. He Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who splits the morning from the night. And from other meanings, as the scholars mentioned, the one who splits the seeds. From the evil of what he has created. Meaning from the evil of all of the creation. And this is general and includes every type of evil and every type of harm. And it comprises as well of all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has created. Indeed, from the creation, there are those who do harm, those who do evil, by way of choice, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created mankind and the jinn, and he gave them the choice to follow what is good, or for them, I need to choose that which is bad as a test to them as a test for them. So therefore, we find from mankind and the jinn, and even from the animals, there are harm which can befall upon us. So we seek refuge in Allah, the one who created all of them, as it is only He who can truly protect us from their evil and their harm that they choose to do. Only he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can fully protect us from their evil. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَمِن شَرِّ غَاسِقٍ إِذَا And from the evil of the darkening night, as it comes with its darkness. Or in another meaning, or as the moon, as it sets or goes away. Indeed, brothers and sisters, here, we are going into some specifics. The previous verse generalized every type of evil. And now certain specific types of evil are being mentioned. And because of their harm, that indeed you need to be careful and protect yourself. And here is mentioned specifically the evil that comes with the night. Indeed, at night, the shayateen they increase in their effort, in their corruption in the land. When Maghrib starts, they go out. They go out to cause harm and more evil. And if we were probably to look at these statistics, you will probably find that most crimes occur at night. Occur at night. And this is because of the influence of the shayateen. And also at night, those who are evil from mankind, they choose to do their evil at night as it, it hides and what they are, are doing. So indeed, brothers and sisters, the night comes with its evil and we need to keep our children in at night unless there is a good reason I need to go out. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, وَمِنْ شَرِّ النَّفَّاثَاتِ فِي الْعُقَدِ From the evil of the blowers in the knots. Meaning the evil of those who do magic. The magicians, they are the ones 
who blow in the knots for their, for their magic to take effect. So they seek the help of the jinns. That's how magic is actually done by seeking help from the shayateen. The magicians, those who do sihr, they are unable to do any magic themselves. But they have to seek the help of the shayateen. It is the shayateen, them who go and possess the bodies of the people and commit harm to them, cause them to have illnesses or even cause them I need to die due to the effect of that sihr. So after committing kufr with Allah Azza wa Jal, it is only then that the shaitan will help those who do magic after they have disbelieved and done an action of shirk, a major action of shirk. Then the magician, he will want to do his spell. And one of the ways is that they get a piece of string or rope and they tie knots in it. The number of knots depends on the type of magic that they want to do. Then they will blow into those knots as many times as it is needed, as it is needed until the jinn is pleased and accepts what the magician has done and carries out what has been requested for him to do, I mean, for that shaitan I need to do, the harm that he has been told and requested I need to do upon I need the others. So indeed this affair of magic is something which has a reality, has an effect. It causes people to get ill. It restricts them from certain affairs in their religion or their worldly life. It also may cause them death, and it depending on the severity of the sihr, of the magic. So brothers and sisters, we should not as well be watching magic tricks or other than that on TV. Because indeed it is haram, I need to watch them or to go to those people. Fear that your heart might be captivated by what you see and you end up to be one of their followers. So fear Allah and fear, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and fear that your hearts may fall into sihr, into magic. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, وَمِن شَرِّ حَاسِدٍ إِذَا حَسَدٍ And from the evil of the envier when he or she envies, the envier is the one who wishes that certain blessings be removed from the other, other servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, those whom she or he envies. They sort of feel that they are better and that the others, they should not be blessed with what they have and that it is they, this evil envy in their hearts whereby it causes harm to the other people and also they would take means, sometimes physical means or even go to those who do magic to remove those blessings 
and you're from those people who he or she envies. Indeed, brothers and sisters, this is an evil trait. Indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who blesses everyone, the Muslim or the non-Muslim, and with what they possess. So therefore, we should be pleased with the wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is the one who is in control of his creation. He is the one who nourishes all of his creation and controls their affairs. So therefore, we need to be pleased with what he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, has decreed. If he has given one person more than the other, then be pleased with that. Be pleased for him. If you see your brother with something good, something that maybe you might want to have yourself, do not envy that he loses that. Do not envy that he should be deprived of it. But instead make dua for him. Make dua for him. As he mentioned in hadith, say, Tabarakallah, may Allah bless you with it. Even if you have less, be pleased for what you have. It is not an issue that you want one for yourself or you would like something better for yourself. Therefore, you take the means that are halal for you to get one, for you to achieve one and attain one. Do not wish that your brothers and sisters be deprived of it because you feel that you in sort of one way or another are better, that you are the person who should have been given it. Especially, brothers and sisters, when it comes to affairs and you are regarding people that you dislike, that you may dislike, and if they are blessed with something, be careful that this envy does not fall into your heart, that you feel that because you dislike them, you hate them, etc., etc., that they should be deprived of that affair. They should not be happy with it. They should not be given that happiness of having what they have. So fear Allah and regarding this affair. And one of the types of evil envy is the affair of the evil eye. This falls and into this verse. The evil of the one who envies and when he envies. As the one who gives another the evil eye. It is something that is emitted from his soul, something evil which afflicts the other person. So indeed, brothers and sisters, we need to protect ourselves from everything that is mentioned in this verse. It is only he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who is able to protect us. We need to seek refuge in Allah so that the plots and the plans of those who envy of those who do magic, etc., are broken and are disabled and prevented, prevented of taking effect. وَأَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَأَسْتَغْفِرُ لِي وَلَكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ ذَمْ وَأَسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ الْغَفُورُ الرَّحِيمُ الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين أما بعد. Next we look briefly at certain benefits from Surah Al-Nas. 
Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, Say, I seek refuge in the Lord of mankind. Again, here in this surah, we are commanded to seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because He is the Lord of mankind. He is the one who created mankind. He is the one who nourishes mankind and his control, mankind and his control of all of their affairs. Malikin Nas, the king of mankind, meaning the one who owns and possesses any mankind. It is he, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone. Ilahin Nas, the ilah of mankind, meaning the one who should be worshipped here is an indication of the purpose of our life as he Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the ilah of mankind so therefore we should worship him alone min sharril waswasil khannas from the evil of the whisperer who withdraws and the whisperer the one who whispers in the hearts of mankind and withdraws when mankind remembers Allah Azza wa Jal. He who whispers in the breast of mankind and in the hearts of mankind. So here we are seeking refuge from the evil of the whisperer and that from his evil and tribulation is that he whispers in the hearts of mankind with his whispers, he beautifies the evil traits, evil actions and beliefs, giving it a pleasant appearance and justification and encourages people to carry them out. And also at the same time, he whispers in the hearts of mankind to give truth, virtuous actions, and wonderful attributes and ugly picture and ridicule it in their hearts and its justification and discourages any people from carrying them out. Indeed, brothers and sisters, they carry out and they work hard to carry this out. But when a person remembers Allah and seeks refuge in Allah from those evil thoughts, they withdraw from their whisperings. They withdraw and from their whisperings. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states, nas, from the jinns and mankind, here indicating that those who whisper in the hearts of mankind, they are those from the jinn and those from mankind as well. Those who come to you encouraging the evil and they discourage the good. They come to draw you away from the goodness <coughs> and to pull you towards evil so that, you may, so that you may become part of their party or the party of the shaitan and that you may become like Iblis from the dwellers of the hellfire. Indeed, brothers and sisters, we are in need of seeking refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from this great enemy which we often forget and often we do not prepare any for. We are unable to defend ourselves 
if we do not seek Allah's aid, if we do not seek refuge in Him by continuously carrying out the supplications. Indeed, brothers and sisters, the supplications that have been mentioned by our Prophet wasallam, that you do after your salah, at night before sleeping, first thing in the morning, these supplications are your fortress. These supplications, these supplications, they protect you from evil. They protect you from the shayateen. They protect you from magic. They protect you from the evil of the envier when he envies. If you leave your supplications and you neglect them, you become weak. And most likely it is easier for the magic to take effect upon you if someone has decided to do magic against you. It'll be easier for the evil effects of the envier to affect you, the envier to affect you when he envies you. So therefore, those supplications, those remembrances are there for a great reason for you to remember Allah and also to protect you from the different types of evil and in this dunya. Indeed, we are unable to do it by ourselves. If you think to yourself, I do not need to do any supplication at any time, that I'll be okay. That is a false thinking. But instead, you should be taking that which has been given to you as protection. The Prophet ﷺ being the messenger of Allah, protected by Allah, he used to be continuously saying his supplications at the time where they have been legislated and it to be said. These two surahs, brothers and sisters, is very important, very important to us. The message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as mentioned in hadith, he used to recite these two surahs upon himself when he used to get ill. And if he used to get, if, when he got ill, he was unable to do it. It mentioned the hadith by Aisha radiallahu anha that she would recite it and read them over him. And it's mentioned, brothers and sisters, that from the reason of the revelation of these two surahs, it was when the message of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam got affected by magic. He got affected by magic from or by, and which was done by a Jew. He sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was affected by it and the angels came down, two angels came down one night. One sat by his head, stood by his head and one by his feet. And they asked, what is the matter with him? And they were informed. And they indicated to the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam that the magic was placed in a well underneath a rock. So he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he woke up, he got his sahabas, his companions to go to that well and to take that magic and those knots that were done for the magic to bring it out. And he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, every knot that he untied, 
he recited one of the verses of the surahs and then those knots of that magic was burnt and destroyed. Indeed, brothers and sisters, protect yourself from the evil of magic, the evil of the envier when he envies, the evil that comes with the night, the creation, the evil of those who whisper in your hearts to take you away from goodness and to bring you closer to falsehood and sin. That you become more like Iblis and his party and end up like them eternally in the hellfire. So protect yourselves by keeping up with those supplications. As the Prophet ﷺ, for example, before he, he slept at night, he used to open the palm of his hands and he used to spit wind in it and used to recite Surah Al-Nas, then Surah Al-Falaq, then Surah Al-Ikhlas three times. And he used to take his, the palm of his hand at each time and wipe it over his face and all of the parts of the body of his body that he could. If he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, did this, he being the messenger of Allah, we as well, we should try hard. I need to carry them out so that we are protected from all of the types of evil. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for beneficial knowledge. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for righteous actions. Wa sallallahu ala nabina Muhammad wa ala alihi aqimu salah.